Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. I'm your host, Nancy. Today, we're going to be talking about the 8A application process. All right, so we discussed the eligibility criteria and that in the last couple of videos. So from here, we're going to look at the 8A application. Yes, anyone can submit an application on behalf of a business, whether or not there is an appearance of eligibility. You can go ahead and submit an application. All right, so it used to be, you used to do a hard copy, you used to fill out this application process by hand, and then you would mail the application process into SBA. Well, SBA's gotten rid of that. A few years ago, you could do a written application and an electronic application, but SBA's moved to an online system now where you actually go online and you fill out the application online, and then you upload to their server the documents needed to support your application. And that website is called certify.sba. Dot gov. So they don't do any more applications by hand anymore. So you can't fill it out, a written application, and then send it in. And I wouldn't even advise, some people say, well, can I get a copy of the written application? Well, SBA's revised the application. So it's not even the same as the old written application that many district offices still have on hand. So don't try to say, well, I'll just download this, fill this out, and then I can, it'll help me when I upload. No, you're just better off going online and doing it online. So what documents do you need to provide? So it's going to depend on the type of business entity, really, as to for all the different documents. But for sure, you're going to need the following. You're going to need your financial statements for the last three years. You're going to need your tax returns, both business and personal, for the last three years. Your individual and bank statements for the last three years. Any personal history statements, you're going to have to do these and submit them to SBA. And any other documents required by SBA. Now, so they're going to also ask you for copies of your articles of organization, if you are an LLC, or articles of incorporation, if you are a corporation. If you're a partnership, um, they're going to ask for those type of documents specific to the specific entity that your business has. They're going to want to see all documents associated with the creation of that entity is probably the best way to put it. And again, at the bottom of the screen, you'll see I put the reference for the CFR. Remember, folks, that's the Code of Federal Regulations. I have put those references in here, and this whole, all these videos of late have been developed based on those CFR references. How does SBA process my application? Well, once you fill out your application and you get all these little green check boxes next to each section and you go through and you fill out the submit, the application, then DPCE, which is part of SBA, it's a section. It'll, there's only two places that process the 8A application. One is in, in um, 
Philadelphia, and the other one is in San Francisco. So if you're east of the Mississippi, it's going to be Philadelphia that you'll be hearing too. If you're west of the Mississippi, then it's going to be San Francisco. They generally respond within 15 workdays after receipt, sometimes earlier. So what you don't want to do, please do not do this, is submit your application and go on vacation figuring it's going to be a while. No, you need to be able to access your email because you never know when they're going to come back and say, hey, we need this. So don't do that. So once they have it, they're going to come back. And what they're going to do is they're going to screen your application and look for deficiencies. And they're going to write up all the deficiencies that they see throughout the whole application. So this is done like one time. Once you answer all the deficiencies, it should be fairly quickly response time back from them. So once you do that, they'll give you an X number of days to do that. And I believe, I believe off the top of my head, head it's like you got 10 work days to get that information back to them. Once it's complete, SBA will send you an email saying, hey, your application's now complete, and it now goes into the start of the 90-day cycle. Now, this 90-day cycle that they have to review your application and make a determination, there's one caveat that they don't put in there, and that is any time that the application spends in the legal department does not count against those 90 days. Because a lot of times they'll get in there and they'll have a question. And legal reviews almost every 8A application. So they'll go in there and they'll look at something and they'll say, hmm, I'm not sure if this is right. Or maybe there's a case of affiliation. They'll send it to their legal. The legal will review it. And then the legal will have to make that determination. And then come out. And then they'll go ahead and finish the next part of the process. And then they'll finally come back with your determination. So the other thing you need to know is if your application is incomplete, SBA will not process it at all. Will not. You have the burden to prove that you are now eligible for this program. It's up to you to have that proof. So they put the burden back on you to do that. Not responding to SBA within the allotted time frame or submitting incomplete information will cause SBA to presume that the missing information would adversely affect the firm or would demonstrate lack of eligibility. So you don't want to do that. You want to make sure that you do go in there and respond to them and fill that out to the best of your ability. If you need help, you get to a section, they're going to send a copy of that, the letter that they send to you will go to the local district office. Contact your local district office, schedule a time, go in and talk to them and ask them, explain to me why numbers one, three, and four, I'm not, I'm not eligible based on those, or explain to me this. Go into the office and let them explain to you what exactly SBA is trying to say if you don't understand it. But that's what they're there for, so go ahead and do that. Applicant has to be eligible at the date that the Associate Administrator of Business Development, and they're called AA slash BD for short. That is a person that sits in Washington, D.C. that's over the whole 8A program. That person makes the decision. All these DPE units do is they make an uh, eligibility decision based on this. It goes to the Associate Administrator. That person will send you a letter saying whether you're accepted or denied. 
Now, decisions are based on facts set forth within the application, including any information received in response to SBA's request for clarification. And any changes in circumstances within your company or you as the applicant may adversely affect the eligibility and may constitute grounds for decline. And if you want more, go to 13 CFR 124-203-D and E, sections of D and E. I took them from there. So during the application process, any changes, you need to notify SBA as soon as possible. Now, SBA will send the approval or denial letter to you in writing. Any denials will state the specific reasons for the denial and will provide the applicant with appeal rights. If the ADABD approves the applicant, the date of the approval letter is the date of the start of the ADA program. So for nine years from the date of that letter, you have to use this program. Now, when they deny you, and we're going to talk about that next, Always, 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 always ask for reconsideration. The reason I say that is I very seldom in my 20 years with SBA have seen one come across that has said just approved, straight up approved. Almost 99.9% have been always after reconsideration. During the reconsideration you can you may have to revise your application or change something on your application. Maybe you didn't understand something that you selected and it made you ineligible. Going in there and, and changing that may make you now eligible. And you're going to have to send the request for consideration to SBA DPCE unit, and that's usually within inside that application process. You only have 45 days to submit your request for reconsideration. Update your application to address the concerns addressed in your denial letter. Resubmit that application. You do have the right to appeal. So there is an office, and a lot of people don't know that, but there's an office called OHA, Office of Hearings and Appeals, and they can listen to you describe how SBA may not have looked at your application correctly, So you can appeal an initial decision by the Associate Administrator for Business Development without requesting reconsideration or may appeal the decision of reconsideration. So it can happen twice. So you can do it once you get your denial letter, you can just go straight to them. Or if you have, without having your down letter, you can go to um, decision of reconsideration. You can go after the decision of reconsideration has been denied. I would recommend that you go ahead and do the reconsideration first. Use all the avenues within SBA. Then you can go to this other. um, It's actually within SBA, but it's a separate department within SBA. You only have 45 days after you receive SBA's decision to file the uh, petition. You're going to send your denial, appeal of your denial, to the program office as SBA's Hearing and Appeals, OHA. And we refer to them as OHA, OHA, all the time. It is solely based on a negative finding of social disadvantage, economic disadvantage, ownership, control, or any combination of those four, you can use this office. If it's outside of those four areas, then no, you're not going to be able to use this office. 
Denial is based at least on part of the failure to meet any other algebra criteria is not appealable and SBA's decision is final. Remember that? I just said that. I just cleared that up initially, but any denial based on at least part of the failure to meet any other program criterion is not appealable and SBA's decision is final. Any appeal filed with OHA, the written decision of the administrative law judge is the final agency decision. If not appealed, the decision of the Associate Administrator of Business Development is the final agency decision. Can you reapply to the program? Yes. Once an applicant has been denied, you have to wait 12 months, one year, after the date the agency final decision to resubmit your application. By the way, a lot of people don't know this. You can withdraw your application anytime in the process. So say you submit your application and it's just really, there's so many different write-ups that you have that deficiencies as we refer to them. So many deficiencies that you have that there's no way you're going to do it within a time frame. Ask SBA to withdraw that application at that point. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't go against you. And then you can resubmit once you've addressed all those issues. A lot of people don't know that. And this, that's what I tell them to do all the time. So that is pretty much the end of the application process. It's a quick overview. If you really want to know the length of time, generally I've seen it take six months. I've seen some people come in within one month. It just depends on how clean your application process is. And I believe with the new way SBA has done this website has really helped screenline their process and keep it down to that 90-day minimum. But you got to remember any time that it's illegal is not counted towards that 90 days. Also, if your application seems to be stuck with an SBA and you can't seem to get an answer from anyone, call your local district office and ask for a business opportunity specialist. Have them reach out to DPCE on your behalf and they can get an update of what's going on. As a last resort, you can always do a file a congressional. I really suggest you don't and don't don't waste the congressional's time and your time. Just go straight to SBA; they'll come back. But if you really think it's been sitting there too extreme and you're just not getting a response, you always have that right to file a congressional. I would also like to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's actually that is Facebook thing. If you click on that, it'll say breaking into uh, GovCon. But when you get there, it actually says FCME, Federal Contracting Made Easy Members. It's a group that I've taken over. It's a closed group, so you'll have to ask to join. I'll go one of myself or one of the administrators will go ahead and accept you into the program, into that group. But that's a great way that you can have discussions with everybody that wants to know about government contracting, that has questions, that needs some one on one help, or they may, you know, generally I put a lot of updates on what's coming out, what I see happening and that type of thing. So go ahead and click to join that Facebook group. If you liked, this podcast or this video, please subscribe to the podcast, to the video, click the like button, notification bell, leave comments, please. Um, Google also rates by comments. So just leave a comment. Let me know how you think I'm doing. And that would be greatly appreciated. 
As always, until next time, be safe. Thank you.